you've tuned in to a four-headed sausage production. Don't touch that dial. Stay tuned in because your favorite program is coming up next. Hello, brother, brother. Listen, listen. Come join number one podcast in all of nowhere. It's today. Today we are going to be having lots of fun talking about lots of things. And now the accent is changing. It is changing for maybe the better, maybe the worse. But come on in and let's have a good time. Enter my man. Pull up a chair. Hello and welcome back to the My Mind Podcast episode 85. I'm pretty sure 100 gets closer and closer. Maybe it's 86. Actually, I think it's 86. Might it might be 86. Anyway, 86 is actually a uh, culinary term, which means no, it's 85. I just checked. <laughs> it's 85. Welcome, welcome to episode 85. I'm Stephen Taylor. This is a My Mind podcast with Stephen Taylor. We're bringing a lot of hot energy because it's a it's a very good day. The sun is shining. I'm inside. Someone mowed their lawn before and it's irritated my nose. So if I'm sniffly a little bit, I'm very sorry. I ate some chocolate two nights ago and it was hazelnut chocolate. And it's like, it's really, I don't know. It somehow like hurt, hurt my gums and like below, like where my cheek is. So it feels like it's cut, like it feels like it's swollen or maybe I've just been talking so much stuff, you know, through the YouTube and like talking to friends and, you know, getting a bit quanky at work and whatnot that it's, uh, you know, it's taken its toll. Finally, it's taken its toll on me. So who knows really, but it really hurts. It's, um, I was actually thinking about not doing the podcast today because yeah, it's just a very annoying pain. It's just subtle, you know? So Yeah. It's, it's not good, but look, in, in other words, I'm, I'm really good. Actually, I didn't ask how you guys are last week. So I'll ask this week. Hey, are you guys good? Yeah. Oh, well, that's sad, but okay. Oh, okay. So it's not that sad. It's just, yeah. Well, you just kind of said it as if you said the bad, you just, you didn't set up your story. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't. You you kind of just said, you know, well, you said what you said, but you just started the, at the back, you know, like start a story at the start, say, oh, you know, I don't like my cat. So I didn't pat him. Not, I didn't pat my cat. By the way, I don't like it. You know, it's just weird. Anyway, can we talk about it later? You're chewing up the airtime. <laughs> No worries. All right. Talk soon. So <laughs> welcome back <laughs> to another week. I think that the main story to take away from this for me is that Liam Hemsworth is replacing Henry Cavill as Geralt of Rivia for season four, which I don't really understand what's going to happen as far as plot and story goes like is it going to be a kind of prequel season i guess 
yeah, maybe it's going to be a bit of a throwback to like the first Witcher game, maybe. I just don't get it. I, I feel like Henry Cavill was really good. It was just a good casting choice. And the fact that he's a lover of the games as well, like really, I mean, look, Liam Hemsworth, I'm sure he could bulk up and kind of look a little bit like Henry Cavill, I guess. But yeah, I just think that, yeah, I don't know. It was a good, I wasn't on board with it at first because I wanted Mads Mikkelsen to play Geralt because I just think like he just kind of has that. He just feels a lot more like, um, like Geralt, you know, he's, uh, just, I don't know. He's got a lot of, a lot of persona, which was, you know, really cool to see. So, you know, but anyway, I think that, yeah, I don't know. I just don't know what they're going to do. And season three hasn't come out, so we don't really know what they're going to do anyway. But I think that I just, Henry Cavill, man, he's just, I wasn't on board with it first. And then it kind of grew on me. And then he's like sword. He was like cool with a sword. And he like did the poses the same way when he was doing like the odd sign, like the, the, um, the, the signs doing like the sign work and yeah, maybe because he had like prior knowledge, like playing the video games and stuff. It like made it like a lot more authentic. It's like he was like methodically training for this role that he hadn't even gotten yet, you know, which was really cool. There's a lot of kind of game like like shows i guess like live live action game shows game shows <laughs> live action shows based on games coming out and i think i was thinking about it because we i i seen like like uh my brother mentioned it it's like oh they're making a gears of war tv show or movie on netflix and i was like oh how cool would it be if batista was like in the in it as like one of the characters he was like oh that'd be so sick and then the next day on twitter batista put up a post of him in like a gears of war armor saying that like oh yeah oh i you know please let me be a part of this it was it was so surreal you know it's like one of those hints that you're in a simulation <laughs> and uh yeah anyway so i think that yeah a, a lot of content coming out these days is based on like video games and making them real and giving them like live live action adaptations and stuff like that or making like tv shows like making um like animes into tv shows and i think i think the main reason is that it's just such a lack of like creative content so they have to like branch and it's not a knock like you know i like all forms of media really you know, from music to games, to movies, to documentaries, you know, like any, any form of like visual entertainment or audio audible audio entertainment is fine with me. Like I don't particularly care. I'm happy to judge it and sit here and judge it and say that I don't like it. But for the most part, I don't really mind that it's out there. Like it's okay. It doesn't affect me all that much except for like, I guess things that I don't like that just keep following me around like that Gundam Dung song Wang Dung I can't remember the the Gun Gundam style song you know the, the 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 Korean guy like that I didn't really I did not like that song at all 
I heard it for the first time. I tried to avoid it my whole life. And then I heard it in its entirely on like a, a YouTube video that my, my son and I were watching. And uh, I just, you know, I just know why I avoided it. <laughs> just no other question. But yeah, I think, well, going back to what I was saying, the the creative content is now becoming like old content reinvision and it's not like an old formula it's not like a new formula sorry it's a pretty like it's an old formula you know like the the Orson Welles War of the Worlds audio series was you know turned into a live action turned into a movie with Tom Cruise and then I think it was a movie before that as well like an older movie and then it became a tv show with uh Gabriel Bryan you know so it's just, you know, remaking a re- It won't be long before there's a lost movie, probably. Yeah. Or like, well, look at The Sopranos even as well. Like they made a movie, like a prequel to the TV show about a young Tony Soprano. Like there was no like demand or need for that content, but they did it and created like a demand for it, I guess. You know, like it's it's pretty smart. And David Chase is cool. Yeah, I won't, I won't rag on that too much. But yeah, even like The Wire, like The Wire is getting a, well, it's getting like a kind of sequel show called like, well, I think it's already out with John, John Bernthal called, um, We Own the Night or, or, or something like that. No, I think that's a, that's a Mark Wahlberg movie, I think actually. But anyway, what I'm saying to surmise my point is that the, creativity is almost lost (laughs) you know it's so strange to not see any like real new projects that you know are are more or less exciting you know like it's yeah it's crazy I mean there's there's always going to be like one-off projects but I feel like 90% of the content that comes out, like look at the whole Marvel cinematic universe. Like that is all just as an adaptation of the comic books turned into a, a, a linear story, you know, like all of them intertwine and interlock with each other, which is what I love about Marvel in general, you know, but you know, like all the, all the movies and stuff, it's all coming from the the comic books you know it's just adaptations adaptations which is fine you know i feel like this phenomenon really took pace with the kind of marvel movies i guess yeah but no not really like it's always been a thing i suppose you know like there's so many examples you could pull from history that yeah it's just always been a thing mm. but in other news talking about marvel the marvel miles morales came out on pc the other week uh, i'm very excited to play it I heard a lot of mixed reviews that the game was really short. It was basically like a 0.5 of the the first Spider-Man game, which the first Spider-Man game is great. It's a really good game. But yeah, they said it, uh, a, lot, a lot of people have kind of said like, it's a good game. Like it is good, but it's more, it could have been sold as a DLC rather than like a full-blown game. And the fact that it came out as like the launch title for the PS5 was a bit much, I think. Yeah, I don't think that they should have pervaded that way. But there's a lot of cool new villains and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's interesting to see. Actually, there's like a hint in the, you know, spoiler. There's a hint in the um, in the game 
in the first Spider-Man game to, you know, like where Spider-Man goes, he says like, uh, when you go to Avengers Tower, he's like, oh, I think the Avengers are in the, the, the West Coast somewhere. And then in, then they are, they're at the Avengers Day, A-Day or whatever it is in, um, on the other side of the country on the West Coast, dealing with MODOK and stuff and AIM. Yeah, so that's a because it's Square Enix, I think they flagship the game, Insomniac Games. So they, uh, yeah, they put that little Easter egg in there as like a hint for like the Avengers game, which I, I think is pretty cool. Yeah, I think that's a cool thing. They put a, um, yeah, that hint in there. And then Spider Man like came into the game as well, only on, as we know, not on Xbox, only on PC and. PlayStation, which probably didn't even come out on PC. It probably just came out on... Actually, I have a PC. I could probably play Spider-Man on the Avengers game. Nah, not that I'd want to anyway. That game... That game's like... Oh, it was so good at the start. And then something happened. And it just became this weird rinse and repeat cycle. And it didn't feel... It lost its uniqueness. I had such high hope for it. I think I said it in one a very, very like old episode of the podcast. I said that it had such potential and it was going to be so great. And truly it did. It did become like it it did become like a pretty good game. It definitely could stand on its own two legs, but at the in the in the same point, it didn't have longevity as a game because of like the not only the player base, but just how interested it wanted you to be it didn't create it didn't make you want to be interested in the game it just left everything was there it wanted you to be interested there was never never anything to grab you besides playing as iron man thor hulk captain america black widow or whatever you know like that was the draw card the draw card was you can play as these characters not you can do these things as these characters. Like, I think that's the big appeal of like GTA and Red Dead Redemption and a lot of those sandbox games is that you can run from the cops or you can choose to be arrested by the cops. You can steal this car or you could buy the car. You know what I mean? Like, there's it, it gives you choice of just everyday things. Like, if you were Iron Man... In, in the Avengers game, you can't exactly go and hang out at Stark Tower, <laughs> you know, like you have to be, it's sandbox without being a sandbox, I guess. Hmm. You can't just go in. What I would have liked, instead of making like the suits pay to play, I feel like they could have done better with just making challenges and getting suits uh, that way. I think that would have made more sense than, yeah, than not, than not doing it. Yeah. It's really annoying because I don't like, I don't necessarily agree or like pay to play. It just, you know, it's not an absurd thing. I just don't agree with it. It's never been a thing that I've really liked. But in saying that, it's also something that I fall prey to all the time <laughs> because it's, you know, annoying that it, just happens and you're just like oh yeah oh, oh, i'll just buy that because i like skins i like changing outfits and that because that was like you know such a cool thing that you could do in like devil may cry you could like change his outfit and stuff like that 
and like the Resident Evils as well, you could get different outfits and, you know, the Tony Hawk games, you could change your outfits and stuff. I think that's always been a cool thing to see. Like, I don't like seeing my characters like dressed as the same thing. I like having other suits and like other like cool weapon skins and stuff like that. Like that's something I enjoy in games. That's why I think, um, you know, the new brand of like Call of Duty where they start doing that stuff kind of resonates well for me because they're aiming it's aimed at me it's aimed at like people like me that like shiny stuff <laughs> that's why i can't gamble because like i can't play the the poker machines or the slot machines and stuff like that because the bright lights just draw me in and i just want to keep playing them and playing them that's you know i like shiny stuff i like new i like new things i like the the like showing off that I've got like this cool skin or whatever, or, you know, it's such a weird display of vanity, but I don't mind it. <laughs> I'm not against it. It's cool. Yeah. Mm. I'll tell you what, they've, uh, they've, they've kind of fixed the, they fix it a little bit. I think there must've been like a bit of outcry or maybe not outcry. I think they were just waiting until they brought out their new mode on the new Call of Duty game, Modern Warfare 2. I think they were just waiting for the time to kind of feel out what the community kind of wanted. Because, it, yeah, it's weird that they brought out... The, the campaign's a complete game, but as far as the online, like, it's still very beta. Like, it's still very in its secondary stage. It's not finished. They're going to give you, like, live services, you know? Like, they're really... I don't necessarily think they dropped the ball. I just think they shouldn't released. They just shouldn't have released the game until it was a hundred percent done. You know, like GTA waited until the multiplayer servers were finished. They brought out the story because they needed to stick to a deadline and bring out a content, which Call of Duty could have done the same and it would have built more anticipation because, you know, they bring out a new Call of Duty game every year but they bring out, you know, the modern warfares every, you know, year or two. So I think it would have, I think it would have had good momentum and it would have been, you know, pretty good if they just did that. I think it, yeah, it would have been a plus if they just brought out the campaign and then dropped, you know, maybe the co-op first or then, you know, maybe the multiplayer and stuff like that. I think, yeah, I think you can't have two betas. You can't have a early access beta multiplayer and then bring out <laughs> like the, the full game and then have the multiplayer in the war zone and this new DMZ extraction zone or whatever as a beta as well. Like I just, yeah, I'm, I'm not on board with that. I just think you're, you're underselling your own product. Yeah. You're not giving yourself like the best shot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, Ugh, it's a little bit annoying but you know it's cool you know it is what it is it's that's how you want to live your life live it go go enjoy mm. anyway you can hear the music and that's it we've wrapped up where you know look come on guys we only do short episodes i have a little rant here and there and we get into it but if you've been enjoying the show you can go to, guess where you can go? That's right. You can go to Instagram and follow the page at my mind podcast. 
which is M-Y-M-N-D-P-D-C-S-T. You can go to... Oh, no. Ah. Oh, no. Anyway, you can go to the Facebook page and the Facebook group, which is My Mind with Stephen Taylor and My Mind with. Go and uh, leave a like there and follow it. I I put up posts uh, daily about, you know, just promoting and, you know, cool pictures of food and cool thumbnails I do for the YouTube and segueing into the YouTube, you can go check out the YouTube channel for all the surprise me challenge and other cool videos about the making of the Marchetti family values and all that kind of cool stuff. And that's also M-Y-M-N-D-P-D-C-S-T. You can go check that out and go leave a like, subscribe, ring the bell. The new videos come out uh, twice a week. So, you know, you can go check that out and have some fun and just see, you know, see a different style of content. You know, it's, it's cool. Give the, the crime podcast a bit of a break and go listen to some other stuff. Go live in a world of fiction for a little bit. You can go to Twitter, follow me on Twitter. I don't do anything on it because I'm still working it out. Um, I don't know. I think you just need to make a lot of noise on Twitter, which I don't like doing. You know, like I'm not a self-promoting guy. I really should hire a promoter <laughs> to like, you know, drum me up some business or whatever because I just can't do it. It's just not in me. I'm just not a self-promotion guy. I'm too humble, man. Hey, I'm just, I'm just I just think I'm too humble. Anyway. You can go and, yeah, check check it out at all those places. Go sign up to the Patreon page for the low, low price of $3 a month and you can get access to all the um, the, the whole season of the Marchetti Family Values. So go check that out. And, yeah, that's it for me. Have a wonderful week. Thank you for joining me on episode 85. And, oh, if you have any inquiries, send it to mymindpodcast at gmail.com if you, you know, need something done or whatever, you want to talk about a story or just email me. I'm here for you. I do stuff. And, yeah, that's about it. So, look, take it easy and we'll talk soon.